Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? It's I, Van Lathan. It is me, Rachel Lindsay. What are you eating? Peanuts. Look, I have a question. Are uh, are peanuts no. good? For, are peanuts good for you? In moderation. What do you mean moderation? Like how many is too like, many? Like they're it, they're fatty, but they can be a good fat, right? Like a good source of it. So maybe a handful, maybe a fourth oh of a God. cup. Oh, geez. Maybe a fourth of a cup, not a bag. I've seen you eat about a half a cup since we've we've been on this. And I ate this, the other uh, stuff, so I'm gonna have to have a light dinner. Put them down. Yeah, put them down. God damn. It's a good source of protein. It could be a good source. The the better nut. <laughs> hey! I'm on one with the stuff I've been it's saying. It's crazy. All you day. you wilding today. <laughs> the, I'm not even gonna lie. The better nut is uh almond. An almond, a walnut. Make me throw up. What? Almonds make me nauseous. I I, I could see that. They're not my favorite, but they're better. Um, copper, copper, as well as out. walnuts. Walnuts I like. Walnuts I dig. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, so, how are you feeling? <laughs> What's going on? Listen, listen we got to talk about something that Rachel did earlier today. <laughs> shout, shout out to the people over at YouTube, because we did, we, talk, we did a talk with YouTube today. Like YouTube. It was great. Yeah. It was great. The diversity stuff, race to equality. Shout out to Leor Cohen and everybody over there. Leor called you, by the way. He told me he was going to call you. He did call me. I was, he did. I, I didn't answer. And I got a message that said, This is Leor Cohen. I said, I'm sorry, what? Let me call yeah. him. Go ahead and call this back and save this number. Yeah, right. that was pretty cool today. Thank it you, Van. Uh, shout out. Um, so we're on the call. We're on the, the thing and we're talking. And Rachel, is describing the situation where George W. Bush talked to Jim Clyburn, Clyburn, who is the the House whip, uh, the political term whip, and yeah, George Bush gave him props for uh, making the election of Joe Biden happen. Rachel says something like, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, it took me a second. Rachel says something like, you know, because George W. Bush and the whip down in South Carolina, I was like, what? <laughs> George W. Bush did what in South Carolina? With a whip. I'm like, I'm thinking, like, when she first said that, I'm thinking, yo, did George forget which century he was in and just <laughs> go at it in South Carolina? You know why I said the whip? Because in the moment, as I was speaking, I had a brain lapse. You, and I was you like, couldn't forget his name. I was like, is name. it Clyburn or Clyborn? And I didn't want to say the wrong thing. So I was like, let me just say the whip real quick. And then you brought it. I didn't even, you know, I, 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 thank you for correcting me because I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. Mind you, while we're having a, a conversation about race. Race and equality. <laughs> Rachel's like, 
George Bush got the whip in South Carolina. I'm like, yo, who'd he get? I'm like, who got whipped by George Bush? No, and I think I said, and all the blacks got together. Yeah, and all the blacks got together, and George Bush got the whip. I'm like, yo, what? Wow. Did you know this teamwork. You know what I mean? You, you, you had my back on that one. Did you know that George Bush, his uh, ancestors were on the Mayflower? Uh, no, I did not. That's no, true. I did not. That's true. So, so like, think about that. Think about that. Think about when you were running a race in America with people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're running a race in America with people. Um, you're running a race in America with people. And, like, their ancestors were on the Mayflower. Wow. I know. That's crazy. Of course you're going to be the president. See, that's <laughs> why I, I feel like we should rejudge this. Like Rejudge what? Meaning, like, if we should get everybody whose ancestors are on the Mayflower, mm-hmm. and we should tell them why they really ain't shit. Think about it. If your ancestors are on the Mayflower, of course you should be the president. Y'all got the biggest head start. Y'all been here. But because I'm sure it's somebody's ancestors who are in the Mayflower and they're like in a garage band or something like that. <laughs> and we we don't give enough shade to them. But let's find them. I want to do something over the course Go ahead, man. of this podcast. I would like to find, I'm right now, I would like to talk to people whose ancestors go back to the Mayflower. How, but they got to be able to prove it to you, Van. I mean, somebody, what, somebody just going to call it. Okay. Well, they not could. everybody's d- done the research, the family history, to determine if they were, their ancestors were on the Mayflower. But now, let, me, let me ask you this. How many presidents would you say have ancestors that go all the way back to the first Americans to land here because the first Americans have been here since the Bering Strait. But how many, how many, the first, nah, I'm not going to call them first Americans to land here. It feels disrespectful to the indigenous people. To the people that came on the Mayflower, how many okay. presidents would you say? Do you really have the answer to this? I have it. Okay, man. Um, I'm going to say, I wouldn't have thought the Bushes I'll say 13. Ooh, let's look. One, two, three, four, five, six. What is your source? Eight, nine, nine. It looks like nine presidents. I'm getting this from the General Society of Mayflower Descendants. So that's going to make this pretty easy because they got a website. They got a whole website. Ulysses S. Grant, Calvin Coolidge, George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, John Adams, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Zachary Taylor, you know, James A. Garfield. You know, a lot of these guys, they were Mayflowery. Yeah. Mayflowery. Anyway, look, uh, speaking of that, speaking of the... The Mayflower? The Mayflower. (laughs) Or, you know, like the history of America and stuff like that. Some history was just made, Rachie. Hey, we are recording this on the Thursday of the brand new era, like people say, of uh, 
Brand new president. Inauguration was yesterday. What did you think of Inauguration Day, Rachel? I loved it. I was one of those people who was like, I don't want to talk about what happened two weeks at the Capitol. I don't want to talk about the last four years. I don't want to talk about what what needs to be done in this moment. I just want to focus on the day. And I wanted to immerse myself in this inauguration. I'm also a person who loves the whole pomp and circumstance of the inauguration. I love to see people ride up in their black cars. I love to see who's getting out. I love to see who's there, you know, like who decided to come, even though we know there wasn't an audience, it still felt very much like inauguration day. And of course I was there for Kamala Harris. That's what I was there for. I wanted to see it happen. I had real chills. I was an over an hour late to work because I wanted to watch it by myself. Um, I, I asked for forgiveness after. Mm, I wanted yeah. to watch it by myself. I wanted to hear her name called. I wanted to see her take in the moment. Probably one of my favorite moments was when they announced her. I loved when they announced everybody, you know, like when they uh -huh. came down the stairs, 42nd, 43rd, this person. Um, when they announced her, she and her husband wave, they walk down the steps and she turns to her, probably her great niece and holds her face and kind of just like takes it in and then continues to walk. And I just was like, that's such a moment, right? That little girl is going to look at her great aunt. She's never going to forget that. She sees a woman who looks like her, who's about to be sworn in as the first black vice president. I just love that moment. It was, I, I, I need to see that captured more, right? Mm. I haven't seen a lot of pictures of it. That was probably my favorite moment of it all. Of course, seeing, you know, Kamala being sworn in by uh, Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. Um, I, I just, I loved it all. I loved every single moment of it. I'm, I'm glad I was able to watch it. Um, I'm glad I was able to appreciate the day for what it was. And yeah, it meant, it meant a lot to me. First of all, how long did your chills last? And were they accompanied by an unproductive cough or a severe headache or uh, a fever over 100? I'm just asking. No. No, so, okay. um, the sure. chills were not accompanied by that. Now, if you say, did I feel like um, it was a, a euphoric moment? Sure. Right. Did I, was right. I in that state? Yes. Right. Did my right. chills make me feel in that way? Absolutely. How long did they last? Five seconds. Five seconds. <laughs> just making sure. Just, you know, just, just, I'm okay. Just, if that's your way of asking, am I okay? Yes, I am, Van. Thank I'm you very much. Sure. I got to check on you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. How do you feel? Did you, Ooh. did you allow yourself mm. to, cause I mean, I've seen, I've seen your, your stance today. Okay. Right. I see how you're feeling on today, but right. how did you feel yesterday? I'd be lying if I wasn't, if I didn't say there wasn't a moment of exhaling. Yeah. More than anything, Donald Trump was annoying. It was annoying. You'd be having a good day. You know, a relatively <laughs> good day, and all of a sudden, the president would be on uh, the uh, the TV saying China, <laughs> and, and, and you just want to be like, "Yo, man, yo, I don't wish ill on anyone, but can't he just twist his ankle? Not nothing really bad. Just can he can he tweak a knee, pop a hammy, just something, and and then and then and then you feel God. God's like, man." It's not okay to hope that somebody pops their hammy. That's very painful. And you go, I know, man, but you don't see this guy? Really, I should be asking you, what's the purpose? Why I got to do this? Why I got to go through this? 
So just knowing that there'll be a new annoyance or a different annoyance, an unfamiliar annoyance now uh, was pretty cool. And also, you know, yesterday was the result of the work of a lot of hard people, the hard work of a lot of people. You know what I mean? A lot mm-hmm. of people had to make a lot of sacrifices and take a lot of chances to do a lot of things to get America to a point where they could put one foot in front of the other and make that happen. Yes. It was good to see a celebration of that, you know? Yes. It's always good to see J-Lo. Okay? Were Let's you impressed with her singing? No. That's, I never I, that. I will say, that's the best I've ever heard her sound. It's not that J-Lo can't sing. That's not the thing. It's not that she can't sing. It's just that if singing was the only thing that she did, there you go. You would mm-hmm. be like, "Why is she famous?" Because you yeah, hear people. She's got a choir voice, right? It's not that she can't sing, but by the way, to J Lo's credit, singing isn't the only thing that she does. Yeah, but it's she, the best I've heard her. She it was she she she, she dance. Mm-hmm. I think she's an actress of considerable range, and people don't give her credit for that. But I think she's pretty good. Ah, uh, but her, you know. The timber snake was out there. I saw they had uh, they had uh, what's his name from Scandal, Tony Daly, Tony Gwynn, not Gwynn, not his is name, he? not his name. Wait, it's wait, like wait, Gold- Gold- Goldwyn, Goldwyn. You know why? Because his uh, his granddad was like Samuel Goldwyn or something like that. That started. What did you call him? <laughs> Tony what was Daly. His first name. There's you like said? there's there's a dude out there. Tony Danza. That's no, I didn't say Danza. I, I said Daly. There's a guy out there that's Tyne Daly's brother, and I used to get, always get them confused. You know Tyne Daly from Cagney and Lacey? Remember that? Mm-mm. You've never heard of Cagney and Lacey? They're detectives, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not saying that it's bad. Like, you're younger than me, but Cagney and Lacey used to be, that was the show. And Tyne Daly was either Cagney or Lacey. I can't remember, but her brother was an actor, and I always get them confused. Anyway, um... So anyway, uh, no, it was good to see. I I was pleased, I'd say, by everything that was going on. It was also a very sober reminder of the period that we're in here in America, the fact that we couldn't have the traditional inauguration. But I thought inauguration day was was handled as well as it could have been by everyone that was involved. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but you know, today is another day, and today. It's kind of the day that the work begins. So I think that's what you were seeing uh, in me. Uh, you were seeing in me that um, I, I don't want to, I'm sure you're talking about the Pete Buttigieg tweet. We're going to bring yes, it up. Yes, for those of you who don't know, um, I just happened to be scrolling through the Instagram and landed on Van's page, which I do from time to time. And I saw that he had put up one of his tweets where he Quote tweeted, Pete Buttigieg, who said, a special sunrise this morning. How does it look where you are? Van then quoted, the same. This ain't no fairy tale. (laughs) Get to work. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Along with your caption. It was the caption. It was the caption. His caption was, stop with this shit. The day is only brand new if you make it so. Stop looking at the sun and look at the country. Yeah, stop. With when the day list. changes, we'll let you know. It, yeah. It made me laugh. It made me laugh. But I, it also made me think. I said, Van, it hasn't even been 24 hours. Right. Just because Pete put up a positive tweet, the sun is shining on a new administration. 
He's hopeful for the future. It doesn't mean he's not doing the work, but I don't think we need to be jumping on him this quickly. I'm not saying we don't hold him accountable. I'm not saying that they don't have work to do. But can we at least give the man 24 hours? We did give him 24 hours yesterday. Like that no, was the, it that was the today. period. It started well, why today. Why would it start you today? Even, you, even, you literally said that when, at the top of this podcast. No, it started I, today. No, when I said what I mean it starts today, I mean the work starts today. Right. Not, not the right. So don't talk about the damn sun. Talk about what you're getting done. <laughs> look, look, here's the thing. You said that the sun is shining on a new administration. That's not what he asked. He didn't say it. He didn't get up and say, well, that's not what he said. He didn't get up and say, hey, the sun is shining on a new administration right now, and we're going to do this and this and that. No, he said, how does the sun look? Or, I helped him out. Right. Okay. Because I know and, what he meant. And the answer is the sun looks the same. The sun does look the same. And the sun looks the same. The sun looks the same. But just because he <laughs> tweeted that, does it mean he's not working? Does it mean that the administration is not getting to work? It's like, damn, let the man breathe for a second. Let him breathe. See, that's the problem. Let him breathe. He he. The reality is that I we are letting him breathe. He said, look, a special. He said. Oh, no, he actually did. He said a special sunrise this morning. How does it look where you are? Oh, like what? So he, he, the only thing he can tweet is like what he's getting done. Nope. That's look, he could tweet whatever he wants. He could tweet this. I, I guess my thing is that a special sunrise is how does it look where you are? You asked me a question. That was <laughs> that's how Kanye fucked up. Kanye was going on his rant at TMZ. And then he said, yo, does this does it feel like I'm thinking freely? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo. And then this is like, how does the sun look? The sun looks the same. And I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy for the country because probably beyond my better judgment, like I believe in you guys. But I need to come on, man. Today, I would have more, I, I would have appreciated a message that said, hey, you know, because Pete hasn't been confirmed yet. This is, I. it's time to go to work. This is what I'm about to do in the next 30 days. But see all the schmaltzy little like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, like, it. I'm not with that right now. It's we in the ninth inning, man. I guess I'd feel you if it was like, if it has been 30 days and this is the kind of stuff he's still saying. Like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a moment to to say it's a special sunrise, right? Like you're still off the high of the fact that there's a new administration in office. You're set to be a part of it. Yes, he hasn't been confirmed. I'm just like, can we just give him a second? That's all. I was like, damn, we're coming out like strong. He hadn't even had a chance to do anything. Like you said, he's not even confirmed. Not even confirmed. Well, look, (laughs) I don't work for the government. People (laughs) the judge does. I'm just saying. I don't work. Look, it's, it's, it's like, I like it, the energy. I, I'm telling you, man. Like you know, it's I don't work for the government. Pete Buttigieg is the one who works for the government. So to me, yesterday was a day for celebration. Today is a day that that work should begin. And to their point, they've signed executive orders. Some of this work is beginning. We are back in the the Paris Climate Accord. Uh, we, I guess they intend to rejoin the Iran nuclear deal. There are a lot of things out there that they're undoing, a lot of things that they're doing. But the reality is that 
we are living in a situation right now where the utmost seriousness and focus is needed. And on day one of the job, really for Pete Buttigieg, day zero of the job, I would have liked to have heard a little bit more of a direct message about the direction of the country. All I want to hear from them is what we're doing, what we've done, and what we're going to do. That's what I want to hear. It's a lot to be done. And I look, they, it, there was some of that that happened today. Fauci was up there. Shout out to Big Tony, Big T. Fauci was up there doing this thing. I'm not saying they, they're not. I'm just saying every time I hear that type of, that storybook cartoon shit, every time I hear that ABC Once Upon a Time type stuff, which was a fantastic show. Do you remember that show? Remember Once Upon a Time? I didn't watch it. Do you know what it was about? Once Upon a Time? But do you fairy know tales? it was it wasn't each show a fairy it tale? It was the best. No, it wasn't each show was a fairy tale. Okay. Once upon a time was about all the fairy tale characters that had oh, come okay. into a real world. And they had Snow White and Rumble Stillskin and Peter Pan and Captain Hook, all of the Disney characters. Because ABC knows what they do. They throw the Disney characters back on you as you're an adult and you feel so connected it. to them. You don't know what to do. You're like, oh my God, it's Snow White. I'll watch whatever she says to watch. You know, and there was all Jiminy Cricket was on there. They had Jiminy Cricket on the it show. But he wasn't in the form of a cricket. He wasn't a cricket? He was, he was in the form of a human. And I think sometimes he would take cricket form. But like he was there to be the conscious of like, Whatever, man. You see. Okay. Did he did he dress? Did he wear the top hat and a little? He, it was the whole thing. The you tails? know, the show was okay. great. The show was fantastic. But anyway, that's not this show. All right, that's not this show. So quit it. Can I tell you this though? Maybe maybe Pete heard you. Maybe maybe Pete understood what you were trying to say because three minutes ago he tweeted, "We have a real chance." He's in front of the the Senate committee today. He said, "We have a real chance to deliver for the American people to build our economy back." better than ever. And the U.S. Department of Transportation can play a central role in this. Okay? So he's so he's he's doing something with the day, okay? He's recognizing what his role is with, with the Department of Transportation. Yeah. Okay? Better. 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 Right? It won't be complete until we see action. Okay? Yeah, but yeah. better. But look, Pete, Pete's a great guy and Pete, uh, Pete's a, 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 a fine public servant. It's not about this. It's not that I don't believe in these people, but I've we've been to this dance before. What I want to see now, I want to see the rubber meet the road. And <laughs> I, I want to see the wheels on the ground. I want to see these things happen. I'm sure, Rachel, don't try to act like you don't feel the same way. Of what? course I feel the same way. I was just like, damn, day one. <laughs> Get them. Like, oh, come on. I feel, of course, I love, I love the energy you're bringing. Mm-hmm. It's the energy I that do. we're going to keep. Bringing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. Um, Trump on his way out the door pardoned a lot of people. Mm-hmm. He gave up a lot of pardons. I want to ask you about this. He pardoned a couple of people that uh, jumped off the page at me. Harry O. If you guys don't know who Harry O is, he uh, go watch a documentary called Welcome to Death Row. Harry O is one of the essential figures involved in financing Death Row Records. Okay. The careers of Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, obviously Shook Knight, all of these. He had been serving a, a lengthy sentence uh, for some real, real heavy shit. But, 30 uh, years, right? Yeah. But Snoop, who had been a pretty strong critic of President Trump's, they had been advocating for Harry O's release. And 
was very effusive about his praise uh, of the Trump administration from having to do this. So, uh, like, effusive in his praise, should I say, about the Trump administration did it. So, Harry O got out. One Bill K. Capri got out. If you guys don't know who Bill Capri is, that is Kodak Black. Kodak Black was serving a federal charge. He is still under investigation, I think, in South Carolina or another state uh, for a rape charge. Mm, that's still an open case, as I believe. But but as far as the federal charge that uh, Kodak Black was in for, he that that was uh, he was that sentence was commuted by President Trump. And last but not least, Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne was released. Uh, well, excuse me, pardoned by President Trump. Now, I have a question for you. Okay. Lil Wayne pardoned by President Trump. Mm-hmm. He had been held, I think, on some gun and drug charges. I'm not sure what the charges were. Um, oh, excuse me. Hold on. Uh, federal weapons charge from the 2019 incident at a Miami airport. Okay. Um, let's say that Lil Wayne knew that he was going to need a presidential pardon in order to not go to jail for 10 or 15 years surrounding his gun charge. And then that is the reason that he took the picture with President Trump and that he did the the Twitter message for President Trump in sort of almost like a quid pro quo situation. That is what he did. That's exactly what happened. Do you have a problem with him doing that to stay out of prison? I wasn't prepared for you to ask me that question. <laughs> I just wasn't. Um, okay. Let me think for a second on this. Think about it. Don't don't think about it. We're talking no, about No, I mean, that's why I say I wasn't prepared. It's obviously it's not that I don't know the story, but you're ter- you're making it personal, right? So, do you do something that's for self, a selfish act to protect yourself? Or do you not do it because of what it represents and what it means for the culture and for your people? That's really mm-hmm. what the question is that you're asking me. Sure. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be, you know, you, y'all can jump on me. You can be mad at me, but let's be for real. If you're an individual that's facing 10 to 15 years and you have the opportunity to bypass that and you don't have, I mean, yes, he's in a, maybe essentially you could say maybe he's selling his soul to the devil. Maybe he's doing it. You don't agree with the way that he's doing it, but he's, he's, he's looking out for himself. Who's to say that we wouldn't do that if we were in that same situation? I think that we all could reason that when we saw we knew that Wayne had been under investigation. Then shortly thereafter, he those charges were made against him. I think we all kind of knew what was happening when we saw it because Wayne has a history of pretty much avoiding politics altogether. You know, he's spoken. He hasn't involved himself with the Black Lives Matter movement other than the Georgia Bush song that he had um, in regards to Hurricane Katrina. That's really the only time we've seen him align himself with politics or speak out. So there, I figured there was some ulterior motive. When it came to this, I can't say I'm mad at that. Uh, look, let's just let's keep it all let's keep it all the way. Real. I can't. Uh, a lot of people are gonna, you know, y'all y'all ain't going to jail. Thank you. Uh, I'm not. Y'all, y'all y'all ain't going to jail. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's it's y'all ain't going to jail. Y'all not. Y'all not. I've I've seen a lot of people like, oh, that's why. So to me, it doesn't make me any less disappointed that he did it 
it was disappointing right. to see that come from Wayne. And it doesn't absolve Wayne in any way from, from what he did and what he tried to do. He essentially tried to damn America uh, and damn many parts of, you know, urban America for his own game. But the reality is that, look, jail is jail, man. Prison, 10 years? I can't he say... he would have gone. He would have gone. He definitely would have gone because he had a prior. He had gone to jail. He yeah. already been there. Yeah. Like, um, I can't say that I would have done it, but I can't say that I wouldn't have. You know what I mean? It, it, and I, we're just keeping it all the way real. Like, people people got to, when people are having these conversations, people got to be realistic. Like, we're talking about a hypothetical situation, but he's talking about 10 years for real. Yeah. And I'm not saying he, I don't know the details of his case. I'm not saying that, oh, of course, there's, there's a world where it's like, yo, don't put yourself in that position for sure. But he was already there. And someone told him a picture and a Twitter message and you can get out of it. I mean, to me, that's more indicative, really, of the disgusting way that the Trump administration does business and the disgusting position that we're putting all the time to choose our souls or our freedom where everybody else's souls and their freedom are intertwined. Having said all of that, I am not about to get on my high horse right now and be like, nah, man, I'm doing three hots in the cot for 10, 15 Absolutely years. Not. I can't say that. I can't. So you would have said cheese. That. You would have said cheese. Cheese? Like cheese? Talking about on the, on the, I, I can't. Look, <laughs> in a picture. <laughs> look, I can't answer the question. Here's the thing. All I can say is I would have, I wouldn't have wanted to do it. Sure. I, w- I would hope that I wouldn't do it, but I can't say I wouldn't have. That but changes see, the dynamic for me. But then what I would like is if we all feel like we know why Wayne did it, right? Then now you've been pardoned. What's stopping you from saying, I had to look out for me. I had to do this situation. You know, like, I don't necessarily stand by the things that I've seen Donald Trump do. I right. don't stand. I don't believe in it. I, I feel like he's hurt our people. Um, he's hurt our economy, what, you know, whatever it is, it may be, but I needed to do this so I could continue. I mean, he did say a statement. He believes in my art and and the work that I do. And and maybe he said in the community too. So if that's the case, I would like a statement for Wayne saying why he did what he did and maybe how he, and maybe if he did do something that was detrimental, maybe there were people who followed what he did because they saw that he took a picture with Trump. He, maybe he apologizes to the community for it, but you know, he's like, I needed to look out for me. In that moment, it's just tough. And I, you know, this was posed and I see a lot of people going back and forth. But in that moment, it's just tough, man. It's he just can speak tough. out now, though. He, he can, can speak something. out now. He can speak out now. Oh, I'm, not giving Wayne the, I'm not giving away in the past. I'm just saying, I looked at that and I was like, huh. By the way, I I felt, as soon as I saw the charges uh, on him, I felt that that was kind of the deal. Of course. That that was kind of the deal that Trump was going to pardon him or something like that. All right, uh, let's take a break real quick. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, 
all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. I was blindsided. By? By some of the saddest romance news that I've heard in years. Oh. When I say that I could not believe when approximately a thousand people sent me a message at the same time. When I say a thousand people, y'all thought warriors, y'all messy. Y'all messy. When I tell you my shit blew up with this. Mine didn't. Oh my God, so many people sent this to me. Hey Van, I can't wait to hear Chip and Dale are done. Chip and Dale are finished, Van. Like even Kalika was like, like Kalika was like, "Hey man, did you hear Chip and Dale broke up?" Like, <laughs> I, I, you too. Rachel, you have the inside scoop. What the hell happened with Ch- 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 Chip and Dale? It was only last week that he was dropping her. She probably didn't recover from that. She probably was like, "Yo, bro, I bruised <laughs> oh, my tailbone. <laughs> I bruised my tailbone. Hit I, my head, man." Listen, I don't have the inside scoop. I have reached out to Claire. Obviously, I care about Claire. Claire is a friend. Nothing. She there's no response from Claire. They're saying the reports are that she's really devastated by it, which I get. She put out a statement today and she basically said she was blindsided. She was made aware of their mutual statement at the same time the rest of the world was. So Dell went out. <laughs> Dell went out and put out his message. And did you check this? We know everything we need to know about Dell because of this. He signed his Instagram statement, like a signature. Did you catch that? Did I'm you see that? He signed, he signed his uh, breakup statement. So Dale has been out and about. And that same day, which Ooh. since then, since then he has taken down these stories. But uh-huh. the same day he's announcing to the world that he broke up with Claire and Claire's silent. He's tweeting, hey, what's a good recommend, uh, restaurant recommendation in New York? How's everybody's day going? Y'all good? I'm good. Like, savage ruthless. He found his way to a camera. TMZ found him on the streets. I think it was TMZ. I'm not sure. Somebody found him on the streets asking him a bunch of questions. Got his face all up in the camera. Where's Claire? Devastated. Says she has been honest about her intentions the entire time. And she's been blindsided by Dale, who has now decided to say the relationship was moving too fast for him. And they were on different pages. So this is my thing. So poor Claire. First of all, I feel sorry for for Chip. I do. Yeah. 
I feel sorry for Chip because as far as I know, Chip was real. Chip was yeah. on the show to find love. Chip wants a family. They want she wants to find the whole thing. She wants to that was pretty much out there. So to me, I'm not gonna lie. I felt I'm kind of pissed at Dale. I'm kind of pissed at Dale and for giving be. her the runaround, man. Like, she's a lady that's trying to move on with her life, get that Mr. Right, get that, that, that husband and those kids. And it seemed like to me, he was all in it for the glitz and the glam and the fame. And the fame. It's, I'm kind of disgusted with Dale. Yeah. I'm kind of disgusted with Dale, man. It always had been rumored that he was about that life. Now, the other thing people are saying is he wanted to stay in New York and he wants to host and he wants to be this media personality and, 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 and do events. And Claire wants a life in Sacramento. She wants to keep her life, have her job, be close to her mother who has dementia. And he knew all of this. Yet, now he maybe he got the number of followers he wanted. Maybe he got a job, an That's opportunity so from the same thing. That's from the, so funny. It's so funny. Think, it, it's just funny to think of Dale waking up every single day checking his Instagram. Like, yo, when I get to half a meal, I'm out this motherfucker. I she, don't, I don't she put looks it past at, him. She, she looks at him like, hey, baby, you want to go for dinner? And he just sees 10 more followers. I'm about to get rid of you. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm going to host. I'm, he, he probably thinks he's the next Michael Strahan. Well, he probably thinks, that's he probably funny. Thinks, now, that might be the funniest thing you said. He probably thinks he's the next Michael. Look, so I guess my question is this. Is there any chance that Dale could be in contention for The Bachelor? Would they ever put Dale on? I, no, no. You don't think no. so? No. That no. would be a built-in whammy of a show, though, if they chose Dale for The Bachelor. It would be. It would be. I would. The show wouldn't be what I think it is if they picked Dale. Why is that? Because you would be doing it strictly for attention, the ratings, for the controversy of it all. Not because this man is, as they say in Bachelor World, here for the right reasons. I think Dale has already proven who he is at this point. Right? So can't they make another show for Dale? Can't what they, show would they make? A create could, a whole show around Dale? Do you know yeah, how long oh. it's been to get one black man as the lead? You think they're gonna create a whole another show for Dale? I got the show. You ready? I got the show. Okay. What's it called? The show is called Disappointing Dale. And basically, what we do it's a it's like a show for us. Who's us? The viewer, right? Okay. It's a betting show. What we do is we set Dale up with different women. Right? He goes out with them. He charms them. He makes them believe all of this stuff, just like he did for Claire. All right? And then we, us at home, we get to place money on the time that he is just going to jump out of their lives and leave them destroyed and on red and all over E. Who Disappointing wants to watch that? them. It's what The Bachelor is anyway. There's only one. Yes, it is. I don't know why you're acting all. That's what the show is anyway. I'm sorry. That's not been my story. Only one woman wins. Only one man wins. Everybody else gets disappointed. Remember Fat Lyman? Remember what happened to him? He got his heart ripped out of his chest. Jason. Jason. 
heart ripped out of his chest. I still think about him. I'll be driving. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you. I'll be like, yo, man, I wonder if that guy's okay. Like, if he lived in L.A., I will fuck with him. If he lived in L.A., I'll pull up on him right now. With my, I will bring my whole PlayStation to his crib. Hey, bro, I think we just need to play. I think he's okay. Uh, maybe. I, th- I think he's okay. Maybe he should be the bachelor. But he would be great. He would I be would, great. He would be great. You wouldn't question his intentions. You know, he's all in. He's He gave us highs and lows. I like him. He's kind of got like a dark past. There's some secrets there. Disappointing Dale, the emotional terrorist. Well, I'm sure some network will pick it up. As soon as he's out of contract, maybe somebody will, you know, Dale follow the dick. Dale around. Dale the dick. Just now we're go- talking. Dale the dick just going around like uh, uh, tricking older women, making him think, making them think that he wants a relationship and then pulling the rug out from under. And I'll tell you what, Dale. I knew it. I knew you couldn't trust him. As soon as he showed did up, out of, I did. I felt I felt weird about him. He showed up out of nowhere after the Yosef thing. And I was like, what's up with this guy? <laughs> like, what's up with this he guy? He did show up out of nowhere. He just popped up out of nowhere. And I was like, ah, this guy looks like an opportunist. And then that time, remember you told me that, that he hit it that night in the thing? That he, the night that he first hit? I didn't tell you that. That's what you said. You asked me, did they, you know, the first night they spent the night together? Yeah, and then they showed them the next morning with the clothes on the yeah, floor? Yeah. yeah, they had that look. Yeah, they he had said that like, look. Yeah, that he hit. And so, really, I really saw, I saw a different Dale from that point on, if you really want to be honest. He kind of was like, after that, he was, you know, he looks like the type, too. Can't he does look it. like the type. Dale, what a disappointment. My girl, Claire, I feel bad for her. She says she still hasn't given up on love. That's what her statement said. The question is, has love given up on her? No, stop that. We are I'm not just, I'm just, I'm so just so, No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> asking. Not. This was a big blow. And, um, and, and the, the way it happened. The way it happened. Boy, Dale. I, I got to be honest with you, man. I don't know what he thinks he's going to do after this, Dale. I you ain't Michael Strahan. Oh, you mad at Dale. Talk your shit. No, I'm just saying you're not Michael Strahan. You're not about this opportunity is not going to catapult your career into some type of success that I don't know you think that you're going to have. How you and know? It, like you, because he no his rep. If if your this reputation is what gave you your popularity, well then your reputation ain't great after the way that you just did, Claire. You know what I mean? People don't. What, but people, what if, people don't forget? People don't there, forget is there, this. Is there any world? Is there any world where mm-hmm. we believe? That Dale really got in over in his over his head, and um, let me tell you how Dale. Let me tell you how hot Dale is in these streets right now. I just googled Dale. Dale, Dale's name comes up in the Google searches before Dale Earnhardt's name. He is now officially, for however long this lasts, the hottest Dale in <laughs> the world. That's crazy. So- this time next week, let's check back again. We, we can. I'm not saying he will be. So hold on. Oh, this is the it's I funny. see the message right here. And before this, he put he, <laughs> before this he put a picture of his parents, his mom, his dad, and then him, and then a shirtless pic. And then he has not yet taken the pictures of him and Claire down. No, he won't do that. That's too much. 
That's too much. If we, I, I, I got to be honest with you. If we had paid attention to these pictures, we would have known that they weren't going to work out. Do you know why? Tell me why. Tell me why. What, what story do they tell? There's one picture that I'm looking at. And it's a picture of Claire. It's the haircut? The haircut. It's the haircut. <laughs> she, I'm looking at the haircut, right? That's she, where it went wrong? She, <laughs> fucked, she probably fucked that man line up. She don't know what she's doing trying to line her brother's hair. She don't know. That's that's see that's that's the cultural thing. Those are the boundaries that we set. She tried to she probably fucked this man line up, gave him a buddy cut, and he was like, I can't do this. Look at the video after and tell. Him Did she mess and, it up? Let me see. Nah, I look a little buddy. Yeah. He look a little he looked like she gave him a Wu Tang hairline. It do, it hasn't looked the same. If you uh, look, if you look at the other pictures. I can't with you. I'm not playing this game. So, <laughs> so corny. So corny. Dale. Anyway, well, well, uh, look. I'm not, I'm not, listen, I wish my girl Claire the best. She's a person who's deserving to love someone or for have someone love her the way that she loves them. It wasn't Dale. And I hate that he proved people right. People thought he was this way. He's exactly who he thought he was. Right? Shout out to the rest in peace, Denny Green. Yep. Yep. The Bears yep. are who we thought they were. Who you know takes she, the third game of the preseason to play with? Or we let him off the hook. She had him. So then, is there any choice? Is there any chance? Now I'll ask you, bachelorette expert, is there any chance that Claire gets brought back? No, another they run won't at bring the Claire back. Why, which, why? Like she only got, she, see, can she get nothing? Claire may or may not have been a little difficult. Okay. There's, they're not bringing Claire back. Well, then it was karma. They're not bringing Claire back. Maybe we'll see Dell on the beaches of paradise. Not saying I other, want to. That's the other show, right? Yeah, I don't think you'll make it that long. I think you're done after this season. That's a summer show. I can't see you making it that long. Are right, we coming back? This is going to be a bachelor heavy episode. Look, you guys know everything that's going on in the country. Uh, we have a brand new president. Uh, the right is freaking out. Uh, the Proud Boys, <laughs> I read in the New York Times article that the Proud Boys have dis- disavowed the president. Uh, shout out to all the <laughs> QAnon people. The the QAnon people who were licking their wounds today because they thought that, I don't know, yesterday Donald Trump was going to turn into a dragon and breathe fire all over Joe Biden or some <laughs> crazy wacky thing. It didn't happen and they are actually mad. There are people that are in these message chat rooms and stuff like that I'm too afraid to go look at it because I don't want the FBI calling me. No. And, but the but the QAnon people actually thought that the, the prophecy, I, I read one message where the guy was like, I am the laughing stock of my entire household. Everyone is looking at it because he <laughs> thought Donald Trump was going to turn into some kind of savior yesterday and that he was not going to be out of the White House. So it's a lot of tears. That's there's, wild. There's a That's lot wild. of foil well, tears. We don't feel bad for you. Let's those move te- on. Those tears are like PEDs to me. All right? They're like performance-enhancing <laughs> drugs. They, they hit my skin, and I get another ab. Okay? Tears from angry racists, there is nothing better for your, for your glow. I get angry racist Wait, tears. I get facials. Angry racist tears. <laughs> I just like, I have an esthetician. Take the tears of like a Holly or a Terry Crews. They come out of a very special chalice and they just mm-hmm. rub their hands in them and they put them on mm-hmm. my face 
and my ancestors, I feel them up there, and we laugh together. My ancestors are up there like, ha, ha, boy, getting a facial with them people's tears. And then I laugh, and then they laugh, and then they cry, and those tears hit my face. And it's just that's how my skin stay clear. I used to have a skin problem until racists started crying. I used to have, wow, cystic, man. I used to have cystic acne. But then I started making racists cry. Skin clear right up. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with this, man. Your skin is nice, too. Apparently, you're doing the same well, thing. Well, I guess, I, yeah, I guess my ancestors like are looking you, out for me, too. Like, Trying to act like it's just me. Shout out to all the estheticians that had to, that had to work on my face during the bad times. Shout out to y'all. They, do you know, you know, you ever had the extractions done? Oh, yeah. Yo. I still get facials. Yo, man. Shout out to women. I was, I'm in the face house. Hurts. I'm laying down. And forget about the face house, because I used to go to a dermatologist to get them done, right? Because mm-hmm. in the face house, they use the extraction. They do it with like a, a Q-tip. Oh, yeah, that's it. nicer. Right. But when I went to the dermatologist over there off uh, Santa Monica, there was like a little slicer. Yep. Yep. Like a little tool. Yep. I remember one time I got my face done. I thought that the facial, so I didn't know really much about the facial, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that the facial, right? I thought you get a quick facial, you're looking your best, then you go somewhere. That's so, what I thought AKA you did. a face wash. You thought your face was just going to get washed. Yeah. So I remember <laughs> I had to go to Long Beach to a to an and one basketball game. This is like years ago. Whoa. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to a, like an and one basketball game. Maybe not and one. Maybe when they called, they changed the name or whatever it was. And uh, like I go there and it literally looks like I'd have been bit by a thousand rattlesnakes all over my face. It's like I got open wounds on my face. Like they they cut me, cut me because I had cystic acne and it was bad. Like it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And, and they they cut my face up and stuff like that. And people were like, yo, dog, what's wrong with you, bro? You I'm still like, went out? Yeah, was I went it, out. Did you have I had, to work? Nah, it was like uh, I was a special guest of the people, so I had to go there. You know what I'm saying? Did they think that Van hadn't shown up yet? Since you, you came looking like that? Oh, no. Man, stop. See? <laughs> making fun of people's appearance. Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Making fun of people's appearance. Y'all see him get sensitive? Y'all see it, it, him get that, sensitive? Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. That was a tough time in my life. That was I'm a tough... I'm not making fun... No, no, no. I, listen, I know you're not making fun I, of me. I'm just no, saying. No, because I, I, have, I have developed it in my adult life. I had, That's why I started getting facials. I never had to get them before. So mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about, but the slicing, and then they're there, and they're open. I mean, you, it's crazy, crazy how quickly it starts to go away. Like, that's what your skin needs. It needs to, like, open up and all that. Yeah, no. But it, literally, I went, I, I went 33 years of life without so much as a blemish yep. on my face. When yep. I say I never, my skin, is, my skin is very oily, but, like, I, without so much as a blemish yep. on my face. And then for, like, a weird year and a half period, it was just hell. And it was painful. Mm-hmm. It hurt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. speaking of things that hurt, watching Big Ween himself, King Weenus, Matt James, in this past episode of The Bachelor hurt. First of all, a couple of things. Number one, the way they treated this one girl, to me, was heinous. Sarah. Sarah. I what The way Sarah, to me, I feel like the show is kind of grotesque in a way. Okay? Okay. You're not alone. A lot of people are upset about this. Sarah is dealing with some real shit. 
And you could tell. And to me, just kind of seeing the way the rest of the ladies in the house kind of dealt with her, I get it that she was kind of being a little needy. And she was And being, they didn't know, and I'm not taking up for them, I just will say they didn't know what she was dealing with, but I agree with you, but keep going. Right, and I, I, I get it, I get it. And she was being a little needy. But at the same time, damn, to watch that whole thing play out, my heart actually went out to her. My Absolutely. heart went out to Sarah. It, you know, she was cool. There's a couple things about the weeniness of Matt James. This was a, like a big weenie episode. You didn't think so? You didn't think I would roast him weenie-wise in this episode? I've I've said it time and time again. I am not participating yes, you are. in the in the weenie roast. In the weenie roast. I do want to say this too about Sarah. A lot of people. Now your DMs were flooded with Chip and Dale news. My DMs were flooded flooded about what people said was bullying. And they wanted to know why. Because almost a year ago, I did a whole speech about bullying with the franchise backing me up behind that. And then we saw what happened uh this past episode. There's a way to approach somebody when you feel like you've been mistreated or you feel like you've been, you're upset about something and there's a way to go to not do it. That was not the way. And I feel like they let one person start talking and then they all just ganged up on it because it seemed to be like the cool, the popular, the trendy thing to do. And I thought the most heartless thing was when at the end she tried to talk to that one girl and was like, hey, can I talk to you a second? And she was like, nah. No. And I was like, she that put was Gina of, with the Heisman. That was the nail in the coffin for her. It was like, I have nobody. And part of the success of the show is your friends in the house. I agree. Sarah was needy. Sarah went about it the wrong way. But that didn't mean that they had to like shun her and 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 come down on her like that. That's just, it, it's, it's not, it's I don't like the way the show is going, right? We saw Mean Girls on the season mm-hmm. before. I'm tired of seeing the Mean Girls. We got to stop. We got to stop. Got to stop with it. Look. Yeah. So now what? Now what? How was he a weenie? He was ashy. He was what? He was ashy. <laughs> you didn't see his ashy lips. He was ashy. You didn't see. You didn't see this. You didn't. See? Be honest. See, this honest. is why you gotta have black people behind be the camera. Be honest. I don't remember. You're, I don't. I'll take your word lying. for it. You're lying. Was it on the date with um the farm date with he the donkeys? Was, the look. So you mean tell me. I'm, a, I'm trying to pick up a, uh, a picture of it right now. You took a picture? Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm trying to bring up a picture of it right now. Because he had ashy ankles, too, before. No. See, yeah. I blame production. Nobody's there to tell him that he's ashy. They don't recognize that. They don't understand the struggle of the ash with people Man, of look, color. I got to be honest with you. Somebody should have looked at that. I've had my mother call me before and tell me, I saw your hands on extra and they were ashy. Somebody needs to tell Matt James that. Look, I'm ashy right now. But the reality is that it's not <laughs> as if, it's, it's not as if like I'm going anywhere or doing anything. But Matt James, to me, he, like, like he, his bottom lip was so crackler, crackler. It was so ashy. He looked like he had just gone to town on some powdered donuts. And and, and no, to, I don't remember. I don't remember right. him looking Dave Chappelle-ish. He looked like the remember. dude from Dave Chappelle, man. He looked like you remember the guy. His lips are so dry. And by the way, there's no way to not notice it because I'm sitting there. I'm like, dog, lick your lips, fam. I know it's cold out there. It's cold in Penn, in Pennsylvania where they are, right? Yeah, and it happens. Well, he should know. We know. We it know when, when our lips are dry. I got big lips, 
And it's a constant struggle. This is the type of shit that makes you think people are agents. I'm being for real. It's like Bear, you keep Bear keeps licking his lips just to make sure I'm, that his I, lips aren't I, ashy during this this conversation. Look, this this is the type of stuff that makes you think people are agents because we know how to keep our lips from looking ashy. And by the way, if we don't know, we've all been in that one situation where your homeboy be like, "Hey, dog, 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 you look like a crack dog. Do it." This and you lick true. your lips, but this he went true. through a he was confident with ashy lips. He was confident. I'm not fucking with Matt James. What what number are you giving him because of it? 4.5. Wow. 4.5. <laughs> I suspect that tomorrow, that, that, that next week is going to be worse. And I'm just not feeling Matt. Like, I I, I want to root for Matt. I'm feeling some of the women. But I, but I, but I want to root for Matt. <laughs> I'm feel, no, I'm feeling some of the women. I like, some of the, I like the fact that the girl They're... apologized. What's her face? What's her name? Oh, Katie. Katie, that she came back and she apologized because Katie's yeah. fun. And I was it was kind of sad watching Katie go out like a goddamn jerk. But it's cool that she came back and apologized and stuff like that. I thought that was cool. Wait, maybe I'm not talking about Katie. Not Wasn't it the, the, one the, who... one, the one girl that got, kind of gave Sarah the business? Was it Katie? I can't remember their names. The one girl the she The one gave... who they bonded over the loss of their father. Yeah. Are you talking about? Yeah. Katie. Okay. Yeah. She came back and she was like, cool. But, you know, and it was good to see. I see. But then... And it goes back to this. There is a moment next week, and I want you to I want you to bring it to the table. And I'm very afraid of what number you're going to give Matt. Why after next week? Can I ask you a question? Are we going to see more Maggie? The moment involves Maggie, but you don't see more Maggie. But the moment involves Maggie. That's I'm what I will tell you. you. I'm gonna be honest with you. We're not getting a lot of Maggie. I'm going to be honest with you. If he does that, I might, yeah. have, to flame, I might have to flame him on social media. I'll be honest with you. I, I might can't have to wait. I might have to flame him on social media. Uh, please don't let Matt go out like a sucker when it comes to Maggie. No, no, she's fine, but it does involve her. That is what I will tell you. <laughs> can't wait for you to see her rocking at the stage. You might stop watching the show. Uh, well, and, and I would like to end this with saying I am not participating in the weenie roast. You are. No, I'm not. You are. I'm on the podcast. I'm just on the podcast. I'm not participating you in are. this. We should, I'm going to write a sitcom now that we know powerful people like Leor Cohen. I'm going to write a sitcom and it's about two guys Two bi, two biracial guys, two biracial bachelors, two BBs, two biracial bachelors, yucking it up in New York, trying to make it in the fast-paced world of entertainment. And it's going to be starring Matt James and Dale, two weenies in a bun. That's, <laughs> that's the name of the sitcom. <laughs> two weenies in a bun. Please move on to the next time. <laughs> two weenies in a bun. It's sponsored by Oscar Mayer. Tonight <laughs> on Two Weenies in a Bun. You know, we bring on like, I don't know, Heather Locklear as a guest star. Will she be the mustard that gets in between their relationship? Stop. Tune in to Two Weenies in a Bun. Sick of these dudes. All right, let's take a <laughs> 
May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, as we did the podcast today, uh, we had to sub in a topic real quick uh, because somebody did something monumentally dumb. I want to start uh, <laughs> uh, a segment on the show called What Were You Thinking? Okay, I like this. And it's not to diss. It's just that I actually want to know what were you thinking? Actually, take my voice and make that. And, and Rachel, well, Rachel, we'll do it together. Three, two, one. What, what were, were you? Oh. God damn okay, it. slower. It okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. What, what were, were... You're fucking with me. You know, I'm not <laughs> no, fucking with not. you. You can't get on the same page as me. Fuck it. Okay. We'll do it live. Well, no, we'll, like, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do the other, no, forget about it. Rachel can't do it. That's, that's, it. by the way. Do it, do it. Do your voice. Uh, do your voice. Do it. What were you thinking that's the voice. That's like a that's like a like a harsh voice, right? That's as harsh as I can I think go. it sounded better in your head than you <laughs> It did. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and the first person in this is Danny Lee. Danny Lee is a singer, um, and she's dating a baby. She's an attractive lady. She's 26 years old. She signed to Def Jam, I think. I'm not sure, but I think that's the one she did. She um, went in today on, in my opinion, on black women. She went in on black women with the song that she posted to her timeline. The song was called Yellowbone. For you guys who do not know, Yellowbone refers to uh, the skin tone of lighter, fairer-skinned black women. If you remember, a couple of years ago, Childish Gambino had a song, I had a hit with a song called Redbone. Where I'm from, there's two different types of bones. There's <laughs> yellow bones and then there's red bones. Now, here's the thing. The terms yellow bone, red bone, high yellow, things like that seem, when you're at a point in your, in, in your life, completely harmless. They seem harmless while you're using them. As you get older, you're out in the world a little bit, you start to realize that terms like that actually enforce uh, colorist divisions between black people. And it's always been the case 
here in America that colorism uh, from outside of our community and from inside of our community uh, has been something that has divided us and has made my darker-skinned sisters and brothers feel at times, hold on, I said and brothers, not as much. Not nearly as much. This is something that has to do with the self-worth it's women. of black women. Yeah. So let me not, you know, other sides of the whole thing. And so uh, this has been something that's used to divide us and to make darker-skinned women feel less worthy, less beautiful, um, less seen. So Danny Lee puts this song out. It's called Yellow Bone. So the title in its, of itself is problematic enough, even though I do, I do want to point out that when Childish Gambino had the Red Bone song, not many, very, very many people care about the title in and of itself. Okay, I didn't remember hearing that uproar. However, this song right here is, or was, the tweet putting the song up has since been deleted. Was a light-skinned woman's anthem. Uh, and she put on this like, well, she said, "Why can't I make a song for my light-skinned baddies?" Why y'all think I'm hating on other colors when there are millions of songs speaking on all types? Why y'all so sensitive and take it personal? Goddamn. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, Danny Lee isn't black. Keyword, key thing. Key issue. She ain't black. You ain't or, black. Play Joe Biden saying that right now. Right. Put that in there. Uh, Go. I don't know if she's Afro-Latina. She has said that she is Dominican. She, I've never seen her claim Afro-Latina. I've, I've, I researched it. Okay, when I saw this story, I researched Actually, it. Actually, you know what? Because I've done too much talking. The floor is no, yours. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. But I researched this because I, wa- I wanted to be correct on it. In no way, or any, I, in any form did I see her say that she was Afro-Latina in any kind of way because she is from, she is Dominican and, and you know, there are Afro-Latinas that are Dominican. I've seen pictures of her parents. That being yellow bone, any way you look at, any way you slice it is referred to light skin, black. When you heard Van talk about it, everything he said was in relation to black woman. Here's the thing about this song. Not only is it trash. Bad okay? song. Objective. Trash, right? In musicianship and in content. It's pure trash. Hot trash. The, the phrase she keeps saying over and over again is he wants a yellow bone. He wants a yellow bone which even further plays into this notion that black men only want high yellow women. It plays into this concept of colorism, which runs rampant, not just in the black community and other cultures, but specifically the the black community, Mm -hmm. the black community. Also to add on top of this, it seems like this is a personal dig against darker skinned women, black women, because there is, it is well documented that Danny Lee has an issue with the baby's baby mama who is, is, is a brown-skinned woman. And the fact that now he has claimed Danny Lee, that is his girlfriend, and she comes out with an anthem saying, oh, by the way, he wants a yellow bone, as if he don't want you. He don't want you, you the, as a brown-skinned woman. It plays all into that. She's not stupid. She's not dumb. She knows exactly what it is that she's doing, and I'm not going to let her hide behind the concept of, oh, how come I'm just... I, I can't refer, do a song for my yellow baddies. She doesn't, either she doesn't get it or she doesn't want to get it. And that's the problem. And see, this is where I have to bring the baby into this. You need to hold her accountable for what she's doing because she's speaking on your behalf. 
She's basically saying, this is what you want. And she's standing on your name to, to be derogatory towards brown-skinned women. And it's a problem and it's an issue. And it's something that needs to be called out. And I would give her the benefit of the doubt, except that she doubled down on what she said as if she doesn't get it. One, I need her to understand she ain't black. So you shouldn't even be referring to yourself in that way. And two, you need to understand the imbalance of power that exists within our culture when it comes to pitting light-skinned Black women against darker-skinned Black women. Right. So let's look at her tweets real quick. Two hours ago. Congratulations, y'all got another thing to say about me when you hate. It's all good. Only God can cancel me. Uh, That shit don't mean shit to me because the people around me are the ones that know my heart and intention uh, in, in real life. Dot, dot, dot. I'm sorry if I offended you. What a... Uh, after that, y'all don't know me. I'm going to keep letting God bless me while y'all sit back and judge me and sit behind y'all little phones and type shit about another woman. Y'all are all haters. Done talking. About to post how fine I looked yesterday. Then she posted. Maybe she wasn't done talking because she posted, y'all not for me. And about an hour ago, and she said, I said it's what he want, not what the world want. I'm talking about myself. Stop playing with me. So, to your point, She's definitely saying that that's what the baby wants. I don't know what the baby wants. I think it's less about what the baby wants. Um, not to your, not that your point isn't valid. Your point is valid because, you know, she's speaking for him. But I think that, uh, you know, it's <laughs> there's no way around it. You're violating black women. She don't get it. And and it, it and I don't know if see the, my my issue is. I don't know where Grace comes into this because I'm thinking, hey, is this a person who is blissfully unaware of this situation? Is this a moment to teach? Or is this a moment to torture? Because God let you guys know there are, mo- there are times for each method of correction. Sometimes you teach, sometimes you torture. You have to want to be taught. She, from what you just read me, she doesn't want to be taught. And she's all up in our culture. And this is, this is, to me, it's teetering on cultural appropriation because you want to use phrases that aren't for you. If you're not black, you're using the phrase yellow bone and you're choosing to not even understand where black women are coming from and why they're upset. We must be hating on you. Ain't nobody hating on you. We're upset that you are using terms that are for black women and they're problematic and then you're choosing not to get it. You're choosing not to understand. Why? Because you don't have to get it. You don't have to understand because you're not a part of our culture. Yeah. I mean, look, we, the, the reality is the accountability here uh, has to be driven home. She, there's, there's no such thing as, there's no, no quarter for her. No. What I'm wondering is in a situation like this, does somebody want to learn about why this is bad? Like if you're taking shots at the baby's baby's mama, if and then now the shots that you've taken at at the baby's baby's mama uh, have now gone to a point to where they've offended. Um, to be honest with you, women in the baby's family look exactly like that. Now I can't say whether or not they're offended or not, uh, and I can't say whether or not it bothers him. He he responded to her posting the song, which was the way the song sucks, with three uh, yellow light emojis. So it doesn't seem like he had too much of a problem with it. But I'm more interested in how people react once they know that they've done something that is uh, wrong, that they've done something that's hurt people. Mm -hmm. And really, 
it's really that more than anything that shows the makeup of who you are, like how you act in that moment right after. Right. Um, how, how hard would it have been for her to say, my bad, you guys, I, I'm, it's a term that I've used before. Please help me understand why this is problematic. Like, I want to be better. Or like, how did I offend you? Instead of being right. like, oh, all y'all are haters. No, not everybody is hating on you, Danny Lee. Well, That's no not one, what this is about. Wait, 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 wait. Nobody's hating. Like, I had never, this is the first song of her, I was, I, hers I've ever heard before. There's nothing for me really? to hate on. I've never heard of her. I've never heard of, I swear on the blood of that Jesus. Lil, that little baby song. What song? Uh, I'm not singing it. My little it? baby. Dun, dun, I've, dun, dun. I've never, I don't know what you're talking about. You I will if Lil, you you will if you've heard it. You talking about little baby or the baby? Little ba- little baby is featured on it. Oh, her song. I've never heard it. I've never heard it. I've never heard this song before. And <laughs> You're by the right. way, I, obviously, I don't think she's making records for me. Like, look at me. Look at the way I look. Forty years old. I'm not listening to that. I was listening to, to Malcolm X speeches this morning. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think she's making records for me. Although I do like that ratchet shit. But but I'm not. I, I don't. I'm <laughs> never. I don't listen to that. Like, but. So this is the first song of hers I've ever heard. Maybe that's the reason why she did this. Uh, maybe she did know that it, it was going to be a lightning rod of criticism. Maybe she was triggering people. Maybe she sacrificed the emotions of those black I'm women that are mad. A- so, you know. So, it. But who knows? But for me, once again, in the moment that we are protective of our culture, in the moment that you've run afoul of our culture, how much you love the culture because all of these people are selling the music that our ancestors died for, right? And I'm not going right. to get, I don't, I don't want to get too deep in it, but that's the case. The case is all of this music that you're talking about, all of this rock and rap that comes from the blues and gospel and all of that, that music was born out of pain, people's expression, right? So there's a cultural Absolutely. cost. That, there's a cultural cost for getting involved in that. And the cultural cost is don't bring more pain. That's, that's it. That's the only, the, the, the culture... You know, you want to get in there, you want to make music, you want to do all that, don't add to that pain. That's all people are going to ask. Hopefully, we ask that you contribute something as well, but at the very mm-hmm. least, what people are asking is just don't add to it. And not only did she run a file of that, even when we told her, yo, just try to put her back on, I'm sure the people at Twitter didn't do it gently, so I'm not going to act like they were nice about it. But the reality is... But why should they be? I'm not saying they have to be. My motherfucking mama dog skin. You ain't talking like, about her because she, she beautiful. And like, so I, so I don't know what you... I don't, like, I don't know what you... I don't know what it's on. But I know that that's not going to be it. I, I would expect that before we record again, you're going to see a different apology from her because somebody going to well, get in her ear. And the problem is when you have her man, the baby, co-signing what she did. So why you don't think you do? You do think that people are just hating on you because my man is is a black man. He's a dark skinned man and he doesn't have a problem with it. Like that's he needs to step up and say something. No, this I is, agree. This this goes back to black men having black women's back. I like agree. you need to hold her accountable for what it is that she's doing and how she's harmful and detrimental to black women. But you're right. not. Instead, you're praising her with emojis under her, under the caption well, for her trash song. We should say that that was before she came out with the tweets. We'll see what he says now. I'm not expecting anything different, but we'll Nothing. see. Who knows? The reality, though, is the baby has been featured on songs with Meg Thee Stallion, I think Lizzo. 
A couple mm-hmm. other things. He's collaborated with a lot of the women that, quite frankly, might find a song like this offensive. I'm not saying that they do, but they might. So it would be interesting for me to see sort of where this goes with him, where this goes with them. But once again, it, it, it's a different era. Like, people aren't going to let you call their mamas and sisters ugly without you explaining yourself. Mm-hmm. People not going to fuck explain yourself. People not going to let you call their mamas and their sister ugly like they second string. Nah, I didn't hear with all of that. And that song was trash. It's terrible. <laughs> all right, Jackson, wherever you are out there in cyber world, it's time for mailbag. Tee us up. Come on, man. Let's do it, Jackson. God damn it. Let's sort of go along the same lines, but in a more fun way. From Amina Amin Das, what's your favorite quote unquote problematic song? Bitches ain't shit. Either either bitches ain't shit, or I'm mean, I'm just you asked me. Either bitches ain't shit or it ain't no fun. It ain't no fun isn't problematic. It ain't no fun is literally if we'll be honest with you. It ain't, ain't like- no fun is basically like uh, never mind. But like that's super problematic. But let me tell you something about it. it ain't no fun, real quick. Before There's a lot on. of problematic songs. Oh, the whole '90s. Like there, there, there are lines in songs from the '90s. There's a DMX song. I know you talked about this before. There's a DMX song with a line in that song that is just the wildest, the wildest. It was a different time. I'm not gonna bring it up. I'm not throwing no. Yeah. But the thing about ain't it ain't no fun is rest in peace, Nate Dogg. It ain't no fun shows just how little Nate Dogg at that point was thinking about himself. Nate Dogg is a genius and a legend, and I'm not slandering Nate Dogg's name. But Nate Dogg actually says, and it ain't no fun, when I met you last night, girl, before you opened up your yap, I had respect for you, lady, but now I take it all back. Because you (laughs) gave me all your pussy, and you even lick my balls. So I'm thinking to myself, so is Nate Dog basically saying that women are cool until they give him pleasure? Like, think yeah. about that. Yeah. Think that about if you treated saying. any other profession like that. If you treat not not profession, if you treat anybody else like that. Think about if you treated a chef that way. Like you a chef makes you a great meal, right? And you mm-hmm. see the chef in the mall the next day. Ah, dog-ass bitch. You made me that steak. I ate all your pasta primavera, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a <laughs> weird dynamic to have. But I think about these things when I listen to these songs. Not just how little we thought of women, how little we thought of ourselves. Any woman that would give us our bodies was, like, fucking horrible to us. I don't and know what, what it was. what makes it worse is he sings it. You know what I mean? So like you can it's not even like it's like this hard like DMX is like rough with it. Right. Like he's singing it and you just got to you just got jam. jam I ain't gonna lie, man. Nate Dogg was oh. gifted though. Damn, that's a jamming ass song. Yeah, that's I I both songs you named I like. I would right. say <laughs> I would say Every Girl in the World. That's a good one. I know. Yeah. And uh if we're talking DMX what these bitches want Oh, that's a good song. I, I was a big fan of that. Remember, the, I wanted my name oh, in it. Is he going to say Rachel? Is we, he going to say Rachel? <laughs> we, we, used to, we used to be going out before we left to go to the club. And we would put it on and just do the intro. And then we'd be like, all the whole crew. It's so corny. Like, it's so corny. Hold on for Play a second. Play a proof crew. Y'all, Play y'all a proof crew. <laughs> y'all don't believe me. Y'all don't believe me. Because I say stuff like this. 
Hey, y'all don't y'all don't believe me. Let me get Ian on the phone real quick. Let me get Ian on the phone. Ian, hold on. This is my friend Ian. Ian Vaughn. Uh, he's 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 very. I feel handsome. like we've talked about him on the podcast before. We have. We've talked about uh, we talked about Ian. Some before. drama. Some drama. Oh yeah, Ian. What up? What up? Uh, first of all, you still got COVID? I do not have COVID. Hold on, hold on. Let me put my Stop. AirPods in. Uh, Stop calling Ian out. My new girlfriend's in the car, and your ass gonna say some crazy shit. One of who's in the car? The new girlfriend. Your new girlfriend? Nah, leave me on speaker. <laughs> nah, leave me on speaker. <laughs> you on speaker? All right, and by the way, you're on the podcast right now. You're on Higher Learning right now with Rachel Lindsay. Uh, th- Rachel, say what's up to Ian. Can you hear me? What's yeah. up, Ian? I can't hear her. Okay. He, she said, what's up? So, what, like, I'm going to ask you right now. What song, what DMX song did we used to play? And it would it would come through the intro. Me, you, Gino, we was getting ready to go out. It featured an R&B singer on it. What was the song? Oh, with Faith Evans. Uh, no. Uh, you fucked it up. <laughs> You fucked it up. Yeah, see, you see how you fucked though. What these bitches want? Sing a little bit of her. Ian, sing for the podcast right now. Sing. Sing for your girl. Sing for the girl. <laughs> sing for the girl. Cause she, she, cause she, she, she don't even know what's in store for her. The heartache that's about to be in store for her. So go ahead and sing for her now. <laughs> like she doesn't. She don't. She doesn't. She has no clue. How, like, six months from now, it's going to be two pipes of haagen and throwing darts at your picture <laughs> on the wall. Uh, <laughs> I, bro, <laughs> I, bro, let me get out of here. All right, peace. <laughs> wow. All right. That's the end of that relationship. She's going to have so many questions. Poor Ian. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, it's going to be well, a long car ride. You should have answered the question right. That's going to yeah. be a long car ride. Right. What's uh, the next mailbag question? What's the next question? <laughs> the next question is from Carrie Hawkins Polixa. What is the first trip you're taking post COVID? Short answer: New York City. Oh, uh, I'm going home. Damn, going home. <laughs> Make I changed my bad? answer. I changed my answer. <laughs> I, <laughs> Baton, Rouge, Baton Rouge. I need to see my grandmother. I need that. I'm going to Houston. Word, word. Last one. Okay. Um, let's do from Greg Vallejo. What's your favorite game show? And also, what game show would you do the best on? Mm, favorite game show, Family Feud. Hands oh, down. I watch so it all the time. However, I don't think I would be good at it. I think I would freeze and I panic. I'd like to think I was good. I don't think so. Which one I would be good at? Um, that that double whammy one. Remember that one? I do. I think I'd be good at that one. Yeah. So my favorite one is the five hundred thousand dollar pyramid or whatever it was. Oh that one? wait, no, I, I'd be good. I'd be so, man. We should we should go on that. We should go on that. I would. We be should good go at that. on the pyramid. We should okay, go I lie. on. I'd be good at that. We should go on the damn pyramid. Okay, uh, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna I'm gonna message Michael Strahan. Right, we should go We're on the go pyramid. On we'll go on mm-hmm. the pyramid. That's the mm-hmm. one I think I would be the best at as well. The pyramid. I like the pyramid. Although uh, I also love Jeopardy, but I don't think I would be very good at. Jeopardy. Oh, you suck. It's Jeopardy. It's Jeopardy is like, <laughs> uh, Pythagorean theorem. Uh, nah, 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 that's not for me. Not for me. All right. Uh, that's enough of mailbag. That is it. Rach, uh, do you have an unexpected ally of the week? I do. Oh, do you? Ooh, ooh, uh, I do. 
you, you, uh, you first. Okay, mine is, trying to pull this up. Um, there was a lot of footage that we saw over the protests two weeks ago, but one stood out where we saw a woman push an, a black security guard in the chest, and then that black woman punched her in the face, rightfully so. And then we saw a bit of a mob breakout. Then we saw that woman who initially, a white woman, initially who hit her in the chest, have a bloody face. Well, as they are asking people to identify these problematic people from the protest, my unexpected ally of the week is her daughter, who identified her, and the woman lost her job, not because she was at the protest, because she was at the protest, or not because of being affiliated with um, pro-Trump. It was because she was not wearing a mask, and she works at a hospital. She's since been fired. So my unexpected ally of the week is the daughter who her mother criticized her for going to Black Lives Matter marches, who criticized her for being a lesbian. The, the woman said, okay. The daughter said, you know what? I got you. This is who she is. Uh, mine is uh, the Conway daughter. Really? Yeah. Did you see what she put out about her mom? Yeah, it's sad. Okay, so this is why, this is why I tell you. This is why. What's her name again? I can't remember. Is it Claire Conway? Or is Claudia. Claudia. Claudia Conway. I'm thinking of Chippendale. Come on, okay. Claire. She's on all of our minds. She's Claire on all of our minds right now. Claire needs to bounce back with like a rapper. So I would love to see that. Like Claire and Wyatt. It's a rumor that Carl, Claire was uh, dating T.O. at one time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I have to shout out to T.O., my guy. She like Tio's actually a friend of mine, but you know she likes receivers. That's all I'll say. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Claudia, let me help you out. Claudia, Claudia, Claudia. Claudia Conway. So uh, this is why Claudia Conway is my unexpected ally of the week. So Kellyanne Conway was on Bill Maher not too long ago, like this past time she was on there. She was on Bill Maher. She was talking to Bill Maher, and Kellyanne Conway has this way of distancing herself from. Uh, the smoke of the president and the stink of the administration by saying, hey, this and this and that. She's very good, incredibly good at the media game, right? Um, and there's uh, something that comes with that. When you watch that, you go, hey, well, maybe these people that we're talking about are just, they work for terrible people. Maybe they aren't terrible people. So maybe if somebody like Kellyanne Conway turns up again, even though she basically told the American public hundreds of lies, went along with hundreds of lives, and went along with the regime that ended up killing two people, uh, killing two police officers not too long ago. You think to yourself, hey, maybe there is some truth and I'm just doing my duty for my country. I'm a woman with a voice at the table. When you see them, not saying that you believe it, when you see them, sometimes your first mind goes, hey, maybe she will pop up somewhere. Maybe she was trying to, to keep Trump uh, on the tracks. Maybe there were people inside the administration that were doing that. I'm glad that I know now that Kellyanne Conway, at least if you're to believe these videos, is a piece of shit human being. Because now it makes more sense to me about how, about why she would be around people who were that terrible. Right? Because a lot of these people that are coming out of the administration, they're going to need jobs. And there's a lot of stories they're going to tell there's a lot of blame they're going to place. They're going to do all kinds of things to get back in the good graces of American society, right? But the reality is that there has to be something shitty about you 
to be in the situation that you were in for that long. Has I always thought that. Has to be. I know. But to me, knowing that you would talk to or do your 15-year-old like that, that shows me. She's not as far from Trump as we thought. Right. She's not far from Trump at all. She was abusive to someone who was weaker than her. And mm. that is what the president showed over and over and over again he was capable of and that he liked to do. Yep. So that's my yep. unexpected ally of the week. Mm. Uh, take your thing caps off, but do not stop learning. Um, look, two weenies in a bun. Come into uh, UPN. Um, that's where we're going to go with it. Guest star Heather Locklear. Uh, Heather Locklear can have a role in Two Winners in a Bunch. She could be Why like her. Why are we naming her? Because that's who they always put in. She's an okay. older. She could be their media coach. Two Winners in okay. a Bunch. Uh, so uh, take these exams off, but do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan. I'm Rachel Lindsay. Peace. <laughs> 